Hi, welcome to Motherhood Mental Health and Me. I'm your host, Jeanette Abinian, and today I'm going to be talking about all about how to teach your toddlers, young children, about boundaries, specifically physical boundaries. So this has been inspired by this book that I bought years ago called Seas for Consent. It's a book that I've used to talk to my toddler then about physical boundaries. And it's a really simple book. I really recommend it because it's a really nice way of introducing this subject, which can be a bit sticky, difficult. So I don't think, I mean, I don't think us as parents should be forcing our children to hug and kiss family members or friends. And the reason I don't think so is I was brought up in an African family where you basically had to do as you were told, irrespective of whether you liked it or not. And for me, the problem with that is it left me not really knowing or being able to articulate any kind of boundary for myself, which I feel has left me exposed and also not able to protect myself, not able to know when to say no or how to even say no. So this book, why I love this book is because it offers you options and other things that you could do. So for example, if grandma says, come and give me a kiss, then you as the mum could say, do you want, would you like to kiss grandma or would you like to give her a high five or a hug instead? So giving the child options and I understand that what child experts recommend is that that helps the children feel more in control of their body. And then also they are expressing their boundaries or how they're feeling like, no, I don't want to kiss grandma today. And then you are supporting them. So that's okay. Would you like to high five grandma? And if they still say no, then this environment then helps them feel more comfortable to express their boundaries because it's almost like, well, mommy's empowering me and supporting me. So it's okay to say no. And then also by doing this and teaching them this, it will help them actually respect boundaries of other children and other people, which is a which is really great, especially for school and interacting with other people. And I think it's so powerful because if they are then able to feel children able to feel in control of themselves and control of their bodies and then comfortable in expressing their boundaries. And this is what I was saying earlier that I didn't think, I don't think I felt I was even able to, I even knew what a boundary was. I didn't even know what a boundary was, let alone was able to express my boundaries. And that left me very exposed. And I think in very precarious predicaments in my life as a teenager in my 20s and even in my 30s. And I think this is so important, not only just to help protect our children against predators, a really interesting story in this book that I read, um, which I, I can't remember the name now, but there was a situation of some children. I think they were like adolescents or maybe 10, nine-year-old young kids. There were some girls with a group of boys, and I don't know if they were in like um, a swimming pool or some area like that. And a boy started tickling one of the girls, and I don't know where he was tickling her, but she felt uncomfortable. She didn't like it. So she got up, put her clothes on or whatever. She, if she was in the swimming pool, I'm not sure. And she exited the situation. And that was because she was aware of actually, I'm not comfortable with this. A boundary has been crossed. I don't like it. I'm leaving. Now, another child maybe 
if they weren't able to say no or express their boundaries, may not be able to do that. And then one thing could lead to another. The boy could continue tickling and she may not be able to voice how she's feeling inside. And I think this is just so, so powerful. For me, this is powerful because even beyond the physical, I think for me, growing up the way I grew up, I didn't have a voice to be able to voice and say, actually, this doesn't sit right with me. This doesn't feel right with me. And so as a result, I was railroaded into doing things that I didn't want to do. Um, and I was always had to consider the other person as opposed to myself. So this leads me nicely on to this fact. So, you know, all this information is really interesting to hear, but to actually implement is really difficult. It can be really difficult because it involves change. So in these situations with, let's say, it's you, mom and grandma or auntie or uncle and your child, and you're in this situation where, like as I have been many times, where auntie's like, come on, give me a hug. Um, so in the beginning, awareness comes where give me a hug and I look at my kid and my kid doesn't want a hug, but I'm silent um, and allow it to go on for a bit. Or that's the first thing, but there is an awareness. Actually, I can see that my kid's not comfortable as opposed to maybe before this awareness, it's like, no, 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 go on, go and kiss, go and kiss, go and hug auntie, just go and do it. And I feel like sometimes we do that for many reasons. Firstly, our children are a reflection of us. So it's like, if you do not go now and kiss your auntie, you're going to look like you're being disobedient and you're going to show me up because then I'm going to look like a bad mom. So then it becomes all about me as the mum. And secondly, and then also concerned about how does auntie feel or how does grandma feel? How will auntie or grandma feel if you don't do what they want you to do? They may feel disrespected as an adult or they may not like it. And so then me as a mother, I may be more overly concerned with how my the grandma or auntie feels or myself as opposed to be looking at my child. And really my whole concern should be about how does my child feel so that's number one our concern should be how is our kid doing look at our child look at their body language look how they're looking look at their feet look how they're shifting their body around look at their eyes are they comfortable if not don't force them don't do it so it's looking at them number one and number two us we just have to just figure it out like it's not about us it's about them and definitely do not be thinking about the third party the grandma or the mum because of the auntie or the grandma because they're old people they will get over it even if it's they're offended or whatever they will just have to deal with it it's a one moment in time and so we're navigating as mothers I'm talking about mothers in this example in this instant we are navigating these sort of I guess these spheres these spaces and it can be really really challenging especially if this has been the status quo for years this is just how it's been done but actually the person who's impacted the most the most and potentially in a negative way is the child so it really is incumbent upon us as mothers to look at our children and see how our kids doing if they don't want to kiss grandma don't make them kiss grandma if they don't want to say goodbye they just don't want to say goodbye that's okay Grandma will be okay. She'll get over it. She'll live. 
and so will you, and so will I. And that's the thing also, it's just this, this, this constant work of what do people think of me that is just, um, it's just, it's just mess, it will just mess up, you know, our relationships and things like that. So I have this image in my head of like how a boxer or a coach, a tennis coach or football coach talks to the person they're training and how he looks at them one-on-one dead in the eye and says, I've got you. That is how I feel we need to be with our children. That's how I am with my daughters. I've got you. I'm here. I'm going to stand next to you. If you don't want to do this, I'm with you because I want to embolden you, encourage you, support you, be fertile ground for you to be able to do this when mommy's not here. Like practice with me because there'll be time in the playground when you're a teenager, you know, or further on in life when you're going to want to be able to do this and need to do it for yourself, for your own sense of self and urgency. So, and that's what I think my role is as a mum is to um, encourage and teach my children how to give my kids the skills to be able to navigate life successfully, well, without me, independently. So those are my thoughts. This is a very um, long topic, but, you know, some things that I think, you know, in this motherhood space, a lot of it is to do with us. That's where the change begins. And it's not easy. It's not easy at all. But first of all, it comes with awareness. Anyway, I hope you're enjoying this content. If you are, please give me a follow. Please give a write a comment. And also, please check me out on TikTok.